um, the first thing is that there's absolutely no idea on what the name of the pod is going to be. I have no idea what every week is going to be. I barely even want to be, you know, uh, waking up just thinking that there's always tomorrow and that yesterday was yesterday and there's always a tomorrow besides on Thursday night when you know it's Friday tomorrow and today being Friday, I'm okay with that. So, um, but yeah, no name for the pod. Um, no drafts, no, not a single idea. None. Hard, dude. Naming something is hard. Yeah, naming a child. Very hard. Naming the cars, your cars. Naming. Pets, Pets are actually anything. easy. Mm. Pets. Are, I have a thousand good pet names. Riley. A great. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Redacted. Redacted. Uh, yeah, pets are well easy to name. Mm. So easy. Like I mean, you just well, I'm gonna name it everything but its name. It's always just gonna be whatever comes out of my mouth right then. Yeah. If I ever own a pet, it's not. It won't know what its name is. It won't have a name. It's. Its name will just be expletives. Yes. Expletives, some variation of something that just happened or that the cat just did or the dog just did. I won't ever have a dog. No, not a big dog It's It's an absolute no-fly zone. I can be around a dog. I can hang around a dog, Mm -hmm. but I can't own a dog. This is the thing, dogs versus cats. I was just talking to somebody about this. Redacted. Any, anyone who likes anyone who doesn't like cats is just backward and simple minded. It's like being a racist in the nineteen sixties <laughs> if you don't like cats. If you have an allergy, that's a different thing. I can get why you don't like cats. But if you just like uh dogs are better because it's just a meme. No one actually believes that. I think that they like dogs more because they want something that's close to a human without being human because they have all those uh human attributes like they miss you they love you so it's everything dogs have everything that the owners wish they that the people they knew had (laughs) (laughs) they're filling a hole yes they're filling the void but as far as like uh, taking care of it, they're not going to do that. As far as the responsibility for the pets, that's a tough road. It is. You The people that are properly, properly taking care of pets are over the age of 60. Correct. <laughs> they have nothing else to do. Yeah, and they just it, love it. Yeah, they're totally okay with it. It's hard. Well, having a dog is just like having a child. I'm also talking about something that I have, like, I don't have any pets. So this is just my observation. Yes. I've had pets in the past. Cash. <laughs> which, the goat. Which 
Yeah. The best chocolate lab that ever lived. I mean, if you're going to get a pet, if you're going to get a dog, you might as well go for the dog with who's missing a chromosome <laughs> because then it's a good time. Just get a lazy dog because then an it's old just, dog because then it's close to a cat. <laughs> you know, it, it zero energy, no energy. That's the thing about dogs is they're if you're Wired. like a high energy person, that's cool. Like you know, you you want to go hiking and boating and all this stuff. That's cool. Not my pace, but that's cool. That's why I like cats is because they're unfazed, dude. Un- they could watch you get hit by a dump truck in the street in front of your house. Not bad night. Not only that, they will continue to live and survive for themselves. And find a new owner. For forever after you're gone. Live longer because you're They'll live you're longer gone. because you died. A dog, on the other hand, is like a newborn. I mean... The whole time. If you don't feed your dog, that thing... I don't. I actually don't know. Would a dog just go fend for itself? I don't know. Um, most of them know. Most of them know. A teacup poodle isn't gonna fend for itself out in the streets of a stray teacup poodle. No. <laughs> no, it's gonna get snatched up by an owl within thirty seconds. I left your crib the other night. The last time I left, there was an owl in the tree. Really? It was waiting for Paul. He didn't know that Paul was gone. Which tree? Uh, the one right at the end of the street, right above the that mirror, that bended mirror. I've never seen an owl in my neighborhood. Yeah. It was... Big. It, uh, big? it was, yes, male, 25 pounds maybe. Big. Big. That's big. It was a big owl. I've never seen I had my owl. windows down. It was probably hooing. Last night, we're coming home. We turn into right there, but coming the other way up the hill. Mm-hmm. We turn in a deer. Boom. Right there. It's like 8 o'clock at night. Deer are everywhere here. Deer are everywhere. This whole corner is theirs. It's kind of cool. I it is. keep them. The one, 700 West right here, mm-hmm. always deer. Really? Always. And they they've got a path, too. And as soon as the tulips start shooting up right here, they're, they're going to... Oh. Oh, they fiending. <laughs> Horny. It's in the air. Yeah, dude. They know the plants are coming. You know, they're, I mean, I would say at least once a week, I see them just, just crowding the road. I and they'll just that. look at you too. They don't, like, that. you have to get, uh, the last time I saw one, I was within maybe a foot. A foot? Of my bumper. Oh, you were in your car. Yeah. And they were about to kiss it too. I mean, it was just like, I honked at them. It was like two thirty in the morning too, and I was like, "You honked, okay. they didn't budge." They're just like, "And <laughs> sorry." There's maybe fifteen of them, all fe- all does. We need more. We need more infestation of animals. What would be your first infestation animal? Cats. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Well, that was in Italy. There were cats everywhere. Everywhere. Stray cats, but also stray dogs, which was weird to see. Yeah, they're just chilling. So they can. What kind of dogs were those? I'm not a dog guy. Street dogs? Yeah. Just got that dog in them, dogs. Not Mason Mount. No. 
No. Not a dog. Most NBA players. Not dogs. Not dogs. Dog owners. Like Donovan Mitchell has like three French bulldogs. Most of them probably dog abusers as well. (laughs) (laughs) Just a random guess. (laughs) Yeah. More likely. More likely to... Lay hands on a dog than to take care of one. Especially football players. I mean, if football NFL players should not be allowed to own dogs, be in human relationships, or have children. They should just be. It should, it, honestly, if the if you want the NFL product to improve, you have a campus next to the stadium. You house them. <laughs> Like, they could still do whatever they want. It's just like, you know, we've got some rules. You can't, you know, do X, Y, Z. Um, This this is sounding an awful lot like prison, actually. (laughs) It's an idea. It's an idea. I mean, they might warm up, just warm up to the idea. You know, change is hard. I get it. You know, it work when they, you know, make me stay even five minutes longer. It's rough. But like. Okay, I'm just saying it would, it would, but obviously no one's going to do that. Jokes aside, I actually, the NFL guys and pro sports players, they get a lot of flack because whenever they complain, people just say, oh, well, you make millions of dollars, you know, shut up and dribble. Yeah. No, no, no. I have a take. Professional athletes are victims. These guys, dude, these poor guys, and I was watching the NBA All-Star stuff. Did we talk about this already? No, no All-Star, because there was barely anything to talk about. Yeah, nothing really happened. But we'll move past that. It's still cool, but not... not. Anyway. These poor guys, I, yeah, I get they're making $40 million a year. But, like, these guys are on the road nine months out of the year they have obligations even when they're in the cities they live in like charity stuff practice media i mean guys are tracking their every move that sucks that sucks dude you lose all privacy everything is gone i mean you are this is why Kyrie Irving's kind of rad, is because yes. he does talk about this gonna, stuff as openly as he can. Yeah, I mean he's a moron. Don't get me wrong, but when he talks about like the well, yeah. when he talks about like they don't care about us, it's a business, you know, blah blah blah. That is, he's a hundred percent. I don't it. care. Yeah, he he's just he just has a high paying job. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah, he makes a lot of money, but man stressful i couldn't imagine people breathing down your butt crack about everything for nine months would you stay on social media if you were an athlete are there more pros than cons yeah there's more pros i think well it's tough it depends if you're like a single guy trying to get those stupid fit pics off that they do (laughs) then sure (laughs) <laughs> out of all the athletes who do you think handles their social media the best kevin durant people are gonna hate the trillions of people who hear this are gonna <laughs> hate that 
and I see why because honestly, a he's not on it very much. No, uses it with balance. Mm-hmm. But when he is on there, I just feel like he's actually being genuine. So maybe he's not right. He's not catering to any party, but just like you can tell, it's him tweeting for sure. Because I mean, there's a tr- you know a bunch of other athletes where you see them posting something, and you're just like, I mean, what are you what are you saying that for? Like it's just kind of like it's not either that or maybe I just don't like them. <laughs> uh, well, maybe I just don't like what they're saying because I do like Kevin Durant's stuff. I like KD because he'll chime in on stuff. Like he's got the YouTube thing that he does with yeah. the guy Eddie Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. I watch all those because yeah. they'll talk about the All Star Game and Kevin Durant. Just this last one I watched, he's like, "What do you say?" He he said, "Oh, it's pathetic that the NBA couldn't get an NBA player to get in the dunk contest, so they had to go get Mac McClung." Not that there's anything. Mac McClung no. is fine. He's he a made great it better. Guy. Yeah, he. I mean, he won the thing. <laughs> yeah, he made it better. But Kevin Durant's point is, um. W- Really, no one in the NBA NBA can't get one guy to do it, like a leaguer to do it. So, yeah, somebody who's actually dunking all the time. Yeah, just someone they know and stuff. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. Well, and it was a three-point contest, and they fiddled with how the All-Star game actually works too, and that was cool. I think in twenty twenty, right before COVID, I actually remember that one. It was 2020 was the first time they changed, you to know, the Elam ending. Isn't that what it's called? I honestly, I don't know, but mm. I remember NBA Twitter was popping and everyone was watching and the players actually seemed excited to play. And it was like, yeah, that fourth quarter, like, you know, special. Yes. And I, it, I, I can't remember specifics, but I just remember it being lit and I was like, oh, okay. And then. Every league died within maybe two weeks of that. <laughs> That's true. Sports is in a weird place. I think it's uh, overcapitalized. Like it's just as much mo- get as much money as you can. <laughs> like that's the problem is everyone, everyone from involved top to bottom. Yeah. Adam Silver's like, okay, hey, well, I will twerk on Shaq's dick on TikTok <laughs> if it means getting figuratively and literally yeah if it means getting more viewers yeah i don't keep too many tabs on him um i all i know is that anytime that (laughs) anytime he's finding somebody anytime he's trying to change rules Mm -hmm. of the game um i just don't i honestly it's funny because I feel like a, a lot of NBA guys are actually complimenting Stern and kind of going, oh, so this is why Stern was doing what he was doing. Uh-huh. They Tenured commissioner. They get it now. Yeah. And he's like been vision. Like, I saw something about like uh, uh, Adam Silver doing something with like AI. Like, mm-hmm. oh, when you. And I think it had to do with uh, NBA 2K. Mm hmm. And maybe I'm at fault for just not being interested in that game. I've just never played it at all. But I was just like, why? 
is this what you're doing with the, t- the time that you have right now? Like, why is this your emphasis? Because the product is in question, mm-hmm. arguably so. Um, and that's not just because the Lakers aren't good right now. It's <laughs> like views are down. People are watching football on oh, Christmas yeah. now. Oh. They're not watching the NBA. That was the NBA's bread and butter. It was like, you know, the, the jerseys, day. The, the jerseys are tough. Yeah. Everything. But, and then Roger Goodell's like, you know, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and scooch aside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The view, I, I've forgotten the numbers already, but it was like, okay, mm-hmm. they just like tripled or quadrupled. Yeah. It's like 10 X the viewership, and, dude. And, uh, the, you know, they've beaten the dead horse on this a hundred times, but, uh, a lot of it has to do with like this past Christmas. Most of the All Star, no one played. Like people were like sitting or like actually hurt, so they couldn't play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were like three NFL games on, and they were good matchups. It was all of the you know mm-hmm. who you wanted to see. So if you're Adam Silver, what are you doing? What are what are you doing? Well, the thing is, is basketball is the best sport, but the NBA is the worst league. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. That is very true. Uh, yeah, I'm becoming an NFL guy just because I watch games, and yeah. I'm thinking this is special. Yeah, because but it, it's hard because. I just got done saying that NBA players are victims and it sucks to be in the NBA. But on the other hand, Adam Silver's way player friendly and I think that's what's ruining the... They just need to shorten the season, dude. It's almost like a just because you sh- can do it doesn't mean you should do it Yes, kind of thing. All things are permissible but not all things are beneficial yes something romans i don't know some <laughs> there you go there you go um yeah i mean well and here's the thing how many nba games have you watched through and through this year compared to five years ago in completion like from yeah. tip off to buzzer yeah. oh, 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 it's been i it's been probably since the lakers bubble championship and Sadly enough, sitting on Twitter while the game's going special and just getting memes off, <laughs> it's actually better. It is. It's so like, much better. I don't know like if I were working for ESPN or mm. if I was a social media cat for one of the teams. I mean, I I mean I would change the entire culture of the organization within 24 hours. <laughs> In a good way, too. Like, <laughs> So if the Charlotte Hornets give you access to their Twitter, they're recruiting... Whoever they want. Giannis, Giannis is in a Hornets journey. Yes. Within, you give me with, the Hornets Twitter, access yes. to the Hornets Twitter, yes. I guarantee you Giannis yes. is in a Hornets journey. In eight and, months, and they will they will at least get past like the second or third round. They'll be in the Eastern Conference Finals <laughs> Based if off you get your fire ass. Yes, so much traffic getting 
you know, oh, going to cute. their page, that's the cute. players. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, let's, again, um, you know, if anyone's looking for a, a new social media manager, if you haven't been in the playoffs for 15 years, I'm your guy. We've run numbers w- that your tweets increase playoff performance for teams. Proven. We've run the numbers. And we've also cooked the books, everything. And yeah. and I'm your guy. You clearly can't draft anybody. No one's showing up to your games. Mm-hmm. No one's wearing the gear. Um, it. I mean, start thinking outside the box here. Uh, I, I will. You know, mix up the game a little money bit. Ball. You are money. You yeah, this is Brad the new Pitt. money ball. You're Brad Pitt is doing exactly what you think you shouldn't and probably shouldn't do. And doing it. And then doing it. Yeah, George, the George Costanza effect. <laughs> Opposite day. That guy was pulling 10s within 12 hours. He he got he started working with the Yankees. True. His dream job. True. Michael Jordan, if you can hear me. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting my feelers out. 801-803-8859 hit me up there's my phone number you bitch your team sucks check lamello ball your team sucks everything i mean i guess the only thing good about their team is they kind of had some cool jerseys like maybe two years ago and the court's like kind of cool too yeah and they're actually in a cool location too that's the thing about a lot of these small market teams is charlotte Seems like it rules. Memphis seems like it rules. New Orleans? If I could pick one city to move to in the United States. New Orleans. It would honestly New Orleans is in the top two or three. For every reason. Yeah. Food. Entertainment. I love a good natural disaster. <laughs> the entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah. Everything. Culture. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Just seems like a great place to be. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about the hurricanes. Yeah, um, sad. We are anti-hurricane. Yeah, yeah, but um, somebody's got to live there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how expensive it is to live in New Orleans, but I can't imagine it's any worse than here. I bet it's like all places. Like if you want to go downtown, down like the French Quarter. Um. I saw this cool, I mean, I just sit on Realtor.com and Zillow and all that and just, you know, just kind of browse. I'm not like one of those people like that save homes and just dream about moving into them. It's more of just like, what can I actually afford right now and where Mm -hmm. could I move if I didn't care about seeing anyone I cared about kind of thing Mm -hmm. Um, is Hickory, North Carolina. Hickory, North Carolina, pull it up right now. Um, you can get like a four bedroom, two bath for like two and a half million, billion, <laughs> and it's right at the uh, bottom of like a mountain range. Hmm. There's rivers flowing through, so it's affordable. It's good looking, temperate climate zone. You know, it's, you Some know, snow there. I think that you would see maybe a couple snowstorms, but not anything. What we're like, we're getting cocked over here. Yes, we are. Which I love it. Gra- Nothing wrong. With hashtag that. grateful. Yes, mm-hmm. we love that. Um, but yeah, it 
it, you know, I love the winter, but at some points, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. We got to put a stop to this. Okay. Like, yeah. or I have to like hurry and pretend or like <clears throat> not act like an entitled little, um, and just, and just be like, you know what? It's fine. Like, it's actually fine. The snow's fine. fine. I mean, but it's also not affordable to live here anywhere. No. But we could get off topic there, or we could come back to the NBA. Um, I mean, I really don't... I mean, we'll just say that New Orleans is probably a cool place to live in. No question. Um. And anyone that I know that it, I do know a couple people that have lived there and they do like it mm-hmm. or not live there. Sorry, visited um, one thing to visit, one thing to actually live. Um, True. Um, and I've only lived in th- three cities, like legitimately three different mm-hmm. states. Yeah. And one of them didn't count, if you know what I mean. Oh, right, 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 right. Different capacity. I was, I had goggles on. <laughs> I had no idea what was up or down. Yeah. I was absolutely. Sheltered. A little sheltered experience, maybe. To say, yeah, to put it In nicely. In some ways. In other ways, not so much. You said you had some things written down. Yeah. So, what's the what's the least favorite thing about your boss? About work. Just about work in general. Yeah. What's bugging you about work? How much time do we have? We have tons. <laughs> and you can get mad as hell. The I I mean, I'm just gonna feed off it too. I can start too. Yeah, go ahead. You go. Besides the fact that I don't get paid enough. Yes. Um, nobody does. No, if you ha- hold on, let's make the. I'm gonna cut you off. Yeah, please. If you have a job and you live in the United States of America, <laughs> you're not paid enough. <laughs> it's the bottom line. And I don't care how much you're paid. You're not. I just ten minutes ago, I just made an argument defending NBA players who make forty million dollars a year. They're not getting paid enough. No. And it, that could lead into another tangent. I had this idea. Where NBA players, let's get a little socialism in the NBA. NBA players, if you play for a team, you should get a stake in the team. Yeah. A tiny one. It can be, you know, we're not talking 50%, but yeah. like if you're on the roster. Yeah. The 15th get, guy. Yeah. You get a sliver of ownership or, you yeah. know, some kind of. Yeah. You need some kind of residual. Mm hmm. Because that would cure a lot of problems. Not and the same thing with the All Star game. Like if you play in the All Star game, you get a percent of the revenue it brings in. So if you put a trash product out there, sorry, bub. Anyway, so it's prorated. Anyway, that was a distraction from you. No, that's but fine. yes, no one's paid enough. You were saying. Um. Well, I'm in essentially a glorified I mean okay so my job just to give you an update cuz sometimes I don't think we you and I even know what no, we do no even I don't I'm, even know what I do 
keep it that way. That's the secret. Um, I so pretty much what I do is sales reps that work internally. They call in sales reps and also um, like their managers. So if you're in like account development, any sort of account development, like you're growing accounts, they call me for like maintenance requests or like policy procedure on how things are run for, you know, making sure that their programs are working. Mm. So I'm like in customer service in a way because I'm taking inbound phone calls, but it's just, um, anyway, getting way too, given way too much there. Anyway, you get the, mm-hmm. and there's just no, most people just have no idea what they're doing. Like, I, you know, most people have worked at my job for more than 10 years. And they call in asking, like, basic things. (laughs) Basic. (laughs) And, I mean, I'm happy because it keeps me a job, right, I guess. So, Mm -hmm. but um, I'm like, and and you have to work in in a position like mine for, like, five to 10 years before you can get to a spot like that where you just don't have to know anything. The higher you go, the less you know. That's absolutely true. Yes. Objectively. And there's proof in that because regardless of where you work, um, they'll implement an update on some kind of tool, some kind of program, and everyone is just like confused. You're like, what? Why are we doing this? This doesn't work. You just made more problems because they don't know how it works. They don't know how call flow works. They don't know how the actual tool itself works. (laughs) They don't know what that would do. They don't know why they did it. No. (laughs) They just had their job is to quote unquote improve. Mm -hmm. But see, that's the thing. So what I'm getting at is more technology is worse. So because something, you know, being in the, uh, you know, co- corporate card industry, cards, you know, debit cards, credit cards, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, more tech means more problems. One thing that won't fail you is cash. That's true. Unless you, A, lose it, or B, lose it. Lose it. Yeah, just keep, don't lose it. Yeah. And it doesn't cost, well, I mean, it costs money to make you know print money mm-hmm. but um you know making sure your card wor- i mean dude talk about like making sure your card works i mean I'm like you can have so it doesn't matter how, you can i mean because i work with cards that have no limit and they'll get declined really yeah because people are just not paying. well they just don't know how it works they're just like i have a card with no limit why is this getting declined and then you have to sit there and tell them. But these are corp. These aren't personal accounts. It's like yeah. someone who works for Aunt, but, Auntie Anne's pretzels. Yeah, is just. But I the it, it still works. You know, uh, they still operate the same. Because when you think of a card, you're just like, oh, I have funds. It should work. 
mm-hmm. honestly, and I don't blame you, right? Yeah. Um, but it's a machine, and it's taken. You know, I've been here for a year and a half, and there's still things I don't know. Um. So, I mean, it's just I. I don't want to sit here and talk about work, but it's Friday, um, baby. And I actually, you know, see, and this is why I asked you. Uh, just because I'm curious too, I just want to see you get mad. Um, oh, I love that. Uh, but I, I do like my job. You do. I do like my job. Hot um, ass take. Yes, I have a good boss. W. I got, I got good benefits. W. I got. I mean, the pay's okay. The pay is what it is. The pay is is what it is. Um, I got a good shift too. You do. Um. And they've, you know, moved me around a couple times so they know yeah. who the f- the boy is. Yeah. Um, and it's only a matter of time until I'm somewhere else and I'm doing something else. But, I mean, see, uh, okay, so this is what I don't like about my job, okay? Is I have to be sober. <laughs> <laughs> is I actually have to show up. I actually have to do something, and I have to be able to do the I job. I have to be of sound mind. Yeah, That's fucking bullshit. Yes, through and through. Through and through. Um, how dare they expect that of me? And <laughs> they have no idea how hard that is. I should get a raise. Like if you're, you, you know, when you sign up for insurance, and you you're like, oh, I'm not a smoker. Mm-hmm. You know, you get yep. discounts. Yes. Your job, if now you don't drink talking. on the job, you should get paid you get, X you get dollars more. in the company. Yeah. Yeah. Incentivize it, right? Yeah. And right. then if you do, then you get the base pay. So you can. You can drink yeah, on the job. You can drink on the job. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can even drink and drive on the job. Yes. You could be in the car blowing <laughs> six <Chili's> over. <laughs> on the clock. <laughs> on the clock while you're... Logged in While at home, logged in. working from home. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the problem with my job, is I can't do that. Ah oh, man, this is the thing about technology. You're talking about technology. Is whenever I see technology, I just think, dude, that's Bad. just jobs. Oh. Like you go to McDonald's and you see the the screen the they got there. Yeah. That, that was a job. Some sixteen year old now a sixteen year old is gonna start dealing meth. You know. Good. That's <laughs> that's actually good. Not good for the people using it, but him. But him. He's thriving. Yeah, he might. Your clientele's a little sus. His pockets are thriving. His, you know, his state, schedule. His mind. He might get a little rascal in the coffee, dealing meth. Join that the club. May or may not be laced with fentanyl. You never know. I'm not testing it. Just encourage buying testing, you know, testing kits. Oh, there's testing I don't, kits for for virtually everything. Yeah, mm. yeah, cheap. I you know, reading, not for meth users. I was but. reading Kodak Black actively does fentanyl, and he knows it. And he knows it. And he's like, it's good. He has ninety days to live. <laughs> Is it that dangerous? Fentanyl? Yeah. Uh, it it's one one little bump. <laughs> and you're done. wrong wrong person wrong you know like 
you know, you've got God so knows what, what else is, is what is fentanyl, yeah. um, dirt, <laughs> asphalt. It's just WD forty. Yeah, is it a solid? Is it? A, I am yeah. so ignorant. Yeah. I truly don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like the, I'm gonna Google like yeah, exactly like what is the chemical breakdown of fentanyl. And I'm also learning how to spell fentanyl at the same time. Oh man, I don't even want to. So try. yeah, I know it's there's a Y in there. So it's a it's a narcotic. It says, and it can treat severe pain, which I'm sure Kodak Black is down tremendous. Yeah, ki- I don't He's know, probably in ki- so much does pain. Killing you count as numbing the pain because <laughs> I guess that yeah is technically true. So. <laughs> When taken in high doses or when combined with other substances, so what it's cut with, yeah. right? So you think it's cocaine and there's fentanyl in Weed, it too. Mac Miller. Yeah. Um, well, his toxicology report. See, all Was these guys, clean? the OD. Well, like um, Juice World. Oh, yeah. Google his toxicology report and you're going to need a dictionary. <laughs> and it's a whole entire page. Like there was not thing that he didn't that was not in his blood what do you think he was thinking he just didn't want to get caught well have you seen that netflix yeah we watched yeah. it together. oh okay 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 i remember watching it yeah yeah, yeah yeah it was a while we, back i was too i was on fentanyl when i watched it so i can't remember <laughs> what i was watching <laughs> so i mean you there's footage of him 20 minutes before he died nuts that's eerie dude and all of the people he cared about right there so that's eerie so to answer your question uh i actually have no idea other than everything that was in his system was mind altering so he, he just was not right like if you're not sober how are you making a i mean i don't want to like put a label on drugs like that because so many good things have happened because of drugs like your iphone you would not have an iPhone if Steve Jobs didn't snort heroin in 1975. <laughs> and I'm not that's even kidding, true. though. No, yeah, that's yeah. True. Oh, it's not even stretching. Steve Jobs book, yes, so you know. yeah. So oh, yeah. that um, biography was pretty good. And he actually is quoted in there saying, like, everyone should try psychedelics, which yeah. I would argue they're not even drugs. Oh, they're a well. Schedule One only because the gov- our communist, Satan our fascist Lords. government just wants to label them as such right when in fact which we're getting into a hot topic here i love this for us. um and i've told you this before but mushrooms acid lsd whatever you want you know whatever Ayahuasca. cute little yeah fentanyl little fent. just kidding scratch scratch fentanyl all those that should be everybody's first dr- you know yeah, substance right, right, they should try right, right. Number one, before alcohol, mm. before weed, THC, CBD, okay. SAT, ACT, <laughs> before any of that, you should be trying it. Now, microdosing, microdose, hero dose, whatever you want. Now, I will put a stop on like age, possibly. So, high right. schoolers, these. High schoolers shouldn't be doing anything. You should just be doing school, if I'm being honest. Like, yeah. if, I mean, 
it's already bad as so what you should do is drop out of school first okay that will just end that there mm-hmm. but um if you're under the age of 18 you i think you should only do these things if you're with an adult a parent right. a legal guardian mm-hmm. but most legal guardians are not even i mean it legal guardian does not carry the weight that it used to <laughs> It used to mean something, oh, right. like a $20 bill. <laughs> right, 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 right. It no longer means that anymore. No. Um, but, and I'm not, I, I mean, and my opinion is, is that after years of uh, weed addiction, oh, um, I would say that after, I mean, because psychedelics, I've used more in the past year than mm-hmm. I have uh weed or alcohol interesting and that's why i have the feelings as such it's kind of hard to like pitch this to somebody who's never tried them so you really would have no sober gopher here yes uh but i mean i'll still drink and i'll still smoke or get high i mean you have to love to to. still love it yeah but as far as the overall experience i mean see and this is the problem too is I have never had a bad trip, but most people, when they when you bring up psychedelics, they're like, "Oh, I'm scared, scared," or "I had such a bad trip, I I won't do them again." And it confuses me. I'm baffled because you've never had a bad experience. I'm like, how? Like, yeah, sure, I get spooky, like, oh, like, and I'm talking like extreme horror, like <laughs> it's that feeling of like someone pulling a gun on you. For like a moment, okay? Like, and most people haven't been, you know, no one's brandishing guns on them, you know, daily, (laughs) unless you live in Rose Parks or something. Um, In Draper, Utah. Um, But the overall experience with psychedelics for me has been mind-altering in a good way. Oh, yeah, no question. It's therapeutic. Yeah. uh, It's entertaining. Mm -hmm. It's safe. So as long as you're not getting into an uh you know an 18 wheeler then you should be fine. <laughs> Which when you're uh, when you are tripping, you don't want to do that anyway. Where whereas I'll if I'm and I was last two weekends ago, true story. <laughs> I had maybe eight shots of tequila, <laughs> shot at Bombay, a little gin. Where was this at? Um Redacted's house. Okay. And um, I fell asleep. I, it knocked me on my ass mm-hmm. after like yeah. uh, six hours or something. Fell asleep. I was asleep for maybe an hour. And I wake up to somebody vacuuming my head because they just think it's funny or whatever. And I'm like, I'm out of here. I just get in the car. I go home. Yeah. I'm in the car. Tossed. Cooked. Blitzed. Yeah. I drove home. Made it home, obviously. Should not have been in a car. I'm admitting to, like, there's so many memes out there. They're so fucking funny. I, it makes they me are. laugh so hard. They are. Because they're bad, like. But it's fun. Yeah. Cause it, and I'll just, like, give you a rundown. It's like those memes where they're, like, it's just, like, POV. And they're just, like, walking, doing something. And they, like, they've got, like, a beer in their hand or something. They're clearly you know, under the influence. And the caption is just like, 
after X beers, whatever. Yeah. And the image distorts into them like opening a car door. <laughs> they reach to open the fridge, the screen glitches, and it's a car yes. door. <laughs> yeah. And the, let's be clear, America, we are anti drunk driving, but one of us for meme's sake, it's a little funny. We can laugh about it. No, no harm, no foul in making a meme. Um, so <laughs> anyway, so tripping totally different scenario and you don't um, want to get in a car you just want to veg or what yeah i mean it makes me wonder because i'm like who are you doing this with what makes you They're scared party, what dude. what makes you trip bad yeah what kind of music are you listening to who are you with where are you location mm-hmm. um i've done them in in a hammock in the woods See, a couple times i've been in, in a cabin I've done it in uh, – my first time was with uh, Parker and Gavin in an apartment. Um, it should be closer to a religious experience than it should be to uh, let's rage. Yeah, and if you're microdosing, it should be like you going out for a drag. Right. On a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah, like just – it's just whatever. You just take some little bit. It tickles you. It's I just in your system. If you did – a hallucinogenic and went to mass or something. That'd be good. Is this an invite? Yeah. I have. It. You would feel like you were. I have a desire to try this now. Honestly. It would. You would feel like you were inside. The I'd probably just be weeping. Just I'd be overcome just overcome with. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd probably feel like Joseph Smith. Like, oh, I saw God. Face to face. Yeah, I yeah. I probably would. I'd probably see him. And then I'd probably feel like, you know, I'd get the spookies and I'd be like, oh, I'm being overcome by the devil. Right. Because that's exactly what happened to that guy, too, by the way. Let's just clear the air here. Shrooms, you think? There was absolutely no doubt in my mind that that dude hero-dosed in the woods. He conned everyone in every way possible. Why would he not make up the cornerstone of like who he is? All right, I see what you mean. I know I'm mixing words here because cornerstone is another thing that they <laughs> refer to. But if you've if you've done at least four to five grams of mushrooms, and you think if you know who Joseph Smith is, you're you like, know. this is oh. Oh, if you know, you know. Right. Because every time I've done over that amount, I'm like, son of a bitch. (laughs) I mean, what an idea he had. Revolutionary. Changed the world for the worst. Changed the game. Changed the game. Just lied his ass off. (laughs) Lying. Did he lie or did he actually believe it? That's the thing. It's not a lie. (laughs) If you believe it. It's not a lie if you believe it. Yeah, yeah. And it's true. That goes with anything. And to a point, it can be good for you, too. Like, if you're an objectively overweight person, and there's nothing you can actually do about it, Mm -hmm. lying to yourself about you being okay is probably actually okay. 
You know, a little placebo effect. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, like you're handsome. You look in the mirror, you're like, I love myself. Like yeah. just self-love, just self-care. Yeah. Take care of yourself. You know, there's a, a million other things that are time. going well. But yeah, you're, I mean, no one was going to tell you, or no one should tell you that you're fat or use that word or whatever. They should be supportive. Right. Those, that, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what it's like being related to somebody who's an active Mormon. It's just like somebody who's 800 pounds, and, but doesn't <laughs> want to talk about it. <laughs> like they do not want to come to terms and with the, the truth. The biggest elephant in the room. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah. That's, actually, that's hilarious. That's mm. hilarious. Well, it's true. You do live with, uh, you know, fairly religious folks, but you're not non-religious yourself, are you? Nope. Nope. I believe in God again. You believe in God again. Yep. I was Mormon. Was Mormon. Well, let's walk through the again part there. Why the... uh... Why the comeback? Briefly, two-part question. Why the departure? Why the comeback? Departure is complex, and everyone's is different, but... Mine will ring true for some folks in this way, which is mm. just obvious, which is doctrine. Uh, the Mormon church believes a lot of things that, A, I just don't think are morally uh, ethical. Okay. Uh, such as, I'll give some examples. I'll write them down here too. Tithing. And I don't mm. care how, how long tithes have been around. Tithes, to me, okay, this is a complete moron speaking oh, again okay oh. just refresher okay. okay it was not unaware. no no phd okay no ged no high school i have i don't even have a transcript <laughs> i didn't get any I grades didn't have a social security number. no social security number um Tides. tithing mm-hmm. it if you are monetarily contributing to anything you bought a book, aren't you going to read it? You bought a meal, you're going to eat it. You buy anything. You'd hope you use it. Tithing. You donating 10% to a church you don't give a shit about? <laughs> 10. You make a million dollars, you're donating 100,000 clams mm. to not give a shit about it? It's strictly for manipulation and control over your members like hey we're asking you to do this we're gonna sugarcoat it with you having fire insurance for when jesus comes again and Mm -hmm. he's not gonna toast your ass bullshit just bullshit and they actually like sit like it's in their books and you can't there's no unwriting (laughs) and i'll pull the you know i've got screenshots too of their website okay there's no escaping that one. Um, so yeah, you're gonna be so tithing. Yeah, you, of course you're gonna be committed to a cause that you're donating towards. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not to mention the church uses less than a percent of those donations to help people. Right. <laughs> They're helping their uh, shell investments, Apple, Tesla. That's anyway. That's another day. We'll do a whole pod on that. Yeah. We'll on how. We'll Morally three- unethical, the Mormon LDS Industries is. We'll need a three-parter. 
Yeah, we will. We'll do a whole month. We'll do a whole, a whole year. <laughs> Actually, that's just what we're going to talk about from now on. Surprise. Yes, just be bitter fucking... <laughs> anyway, so Ty's um, deity, who Christ is, okay. uh, his gospel, mm-hmm. you know, very basic, you know, fundamentals. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about dribbling, shooting. Beef. Free throws. Balance, okay. elbows, Beef. This yeah. is the beef, okay? Bounce, elbows. Elbow. Extension. Extension, follow through. Yeah. Okay. So, who Christ is, um, like, repentance, you know, the gospel, everything who he was, and maybe not everything. Okay, I'm being a little dramatic. Um, but he had a body. They think, you know, that he, resur- you know, died, resurrected, Um he and God all have human flesh and bone. Okay. They're physical entities, okay? I think that uh, God mm-hmm. now is literally everything. The water you drink, the air you breathe, mm-hmm. the flowers that grow. Look at you. You're... A little theologian you are over there. Yep. I've gone full mm-hmm. like God. And the reason being is, and we'll bring this back to why I left too, is um, Mormons are obsessed with individualism. Like, hey, I, I it's what I do. Um, I've got to be clean. I've got to be worthy. I have to, you know, mm-hmm. I've got to make sure that I'm being worthy to see God again one day. So I have to follow and be obedient to all the teachings that the church gives out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that causes you to judge because, it, you know, it, like even if it's inadvertently, like they... And by they, I mean, I also did this too. And so maybe it was a little bit of myself. Like I took their teachings literally and implemented them Mm -hmm. and it was objectively bad. (laughs) Like, so that, that leans on like, their fruits, you shall know them. Yeah. Hmm, Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then they flip it by going, oh, it's not who goes, it's just the church. How do you mean by that? I know it's confusing. See, they just muddy the water. Well, they how do, do you mean they by that? Oh, well, yeah. Well, I'm also retarded too, so yeah, I'm having a hard time juggling all these thoughts here. But um, how do I mean? Is um, if you're not in it to win it with them, then you're lacking. Interesting. So get your gains up. Yeah. You got to do more. Mm-hmm. You've got to change. You can't just, it, there's no, see, a lot of churches are like, come as you are. Just show up. Mm-hmm. You know, worship, recognize a higher power, go home. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Adore, you know, pay homage, venerate. move on, venerate. Mm-hmm. Mormons want you to, you've got to be Obey. the part and play the part. Yes. Obedience is key. Um, so if you want to be yourself, if you want to just exist and just have your own 
thoughts, beliefs, actions, it's not going to jive. The Mormon church is absolutely not for you. If you want to be... But see, again, it's it's two-sided too, because if you want to do that, knock yourself out. Right. Of course. Do it. We respect, I don't care. We respect all lives. So all Respectful of, of all shitty here. opinions. We are American. Mine's shitty. Yep. You're shitty. We all smell. Mm-hmm. We but love see, shit but see, that's the whole point. And I'm joking a little bit, but I'm also being serious. Like that's not acceptable behavior. You can't do that. I see. Right. And as much as they want to twist it, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It it just yeah. isn't. It just isn't. Um. And so let's come back to your question too. Like so why you else left? I so that you left. Doctrine, just what they believe. Ethics, Fun. morals seemed a little yep. out of whack. With, yep. So somehow, some way, you had discovered or whatever, you had some kind of, uh, you had you had an ethic outside of the ethic that you were raised in. Yeah. Interesting. 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 Mm. Interesting. Something existing outside yourself. Interesting. Okay. So what a wild idea. And it didn't. Uh, it didn't jive with uh, what you were being taught, and so you went with the ethic that existed outside yourself. Yes. Okay. okay. So that's one piece, right? So mm-hmm. that's the doctrine. Um. Now, what triggered that, right? Um. You know, that was a, a work in progress. Little did I know that was a seed that was planted when I was a child. Is just, I just have a problem with uh, listening to authority and just <laughs> obeying just to obey. I can't, I'm, I'm unable to do that. If it doesn't make sense for me, it's unsettling. Um, even when I was committed, even when I quote unquote went, Right. I still, it was still just like gut wrenching. Like, I want to do this. I want to act like this. I want to smoke this. I want to <laughs> do that. I want to talk like this. Mm-hmm. And I want to believe what I want to believe. But I still am committed because I was like brought up in it. That was right. all I ever knew. So, what triggered it was the women that go, the oh, women that I was trying to date. We love women. Love women. We do love women. I actually okay. do. Oh, way do. too much, actually. Ooh, they got dang. way too much leverage out oh, there. Feminist here. Okay, okay. The only fem- true feminist you'll ever meet. <laughs> um, it, 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 and I'm being serious, too. So I wanted to date a Mormon, um, but a lot of them are just impossible. You have yeah. to fit that frame. So the first piece that I just talked about, and I missed a hundred other things, you have to believe all those things because you've got to be able to go, you've got to be able to be worthy, you've got to be able to go into their little temples, you've got to be able to, you know, so we we can dissect that later, you know, those tidbits, mm-hmm. but like to date one that's serious that wants to be in there and they don't want to... You know, because you can date one that's got one foot in, one foot out, but I don't know how people do that. I don't. I so I just don't understand how there's people who go because you know, like redacted, 
Mm-hmm. Um, he married a devout Mormon, um, but he, you know, doesn't agree with half. Yeah. So he just, you know, he just like go play, along, get along. Yep. Like I'm not gonna fight this, but I just can't do that. Yeah, I can't do that. So right. for me, dating a Mormon just became impossible because the expectations and like just, just the um. And I'm not trying to, you know, even like put down the ones that I talk to. Like my point in bringing this up isn't because I think they're shitty people. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that like I couldn't get along with them anymore. Right. That's it. And I'm still having a hard time getting along with any others. <laughs> but it was just I the see. fact that I my tolerance went from fifty to zero. Like I I'm just see. I'm not committing to somebody that's active and going. I Preferably, see. actually, on the flip side here, I would love to meet one that did go and doesn't go anymore, just like myself. Oh, I yeah. see. Same background in that way. Right. Yes. A lot of Because then they get there. it. A lot of those out there. Not enough. We need more, actually. We need more women around. <laughs> of all walks of life. Big, small. Big feminist guys over here. Yeah. So I see what your point. So, yep. so that's the departure. Let's talk about oh, yeah. the... The comeback. The comeback. The so prod- deconstructing. The prodigal son. Yes, truly. Um... Which is funny, too, because my mother asked me these same questions, but it's just like the answers just don't land, which is the whole problem. Because so a lot of it, too, is the perspective that um, people who are Mormon that care about you, you still have to play their game. There is no other game that exists. It's Monopoly, and Monopoly is the only game you can play. There's no other games. Even though they're all there on the shelves at the store, right there, they're fun games, same game, you feel, you know, they just, they're not there. They don't see them. <laughs> right. Um, so, deconstructing was like, okay, I just left everything that I've, the only stuff that I've ever known, and now I have to uh, find out what actually is what I like. Um, which a lot of it, thankful to you, because you took the dive Me. first. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I took a dive. Yeah. I took a nose dive. Yes. Yeah, dude. You tried the fentanyl first, and then you let me know. Um. So yeah, you were like the person who opened the door to like, hey, there's actually other stuff going on, oh, and it's okay. Um. And it was like a slow process. So like I stepped away for probably like... This seems all pretty like fast for you. Deity. Uh, so timeline. I left five years ago. 2018. That's pretty fast to, to not to go from non-believing to we're back. That's true in comparison because a lot of people... Yeah, a lot of people that life. leave a faith, they're kind of like gone. Yeah. They give up. Done. There's a handful... Or maybe, you know, we'll just say there's a minority. Small minority. Small minority who get back on a horse. Yep, it's true. Um, And I think for me it was like, I mean, I'm just going to say it was Rich, Richard Rohr who officially, like, drove it home. Interesting. What he, from him? Catholic priest. Um, What from him? The idea. 
was universalism. Oh, and this this shit rules. <laughs> interesting. It fucking rules. Interesting. And the I'm Western unfa- mind. I'm unfamiliar with uh, apocatastasis, as they say. <laughs> so, um, you know, so what simply you, put. You found a YouTube video. You followed his OnlyFans. You, what, it was where? a Spotify book. It's called The Universal Christ. I see. And free. Guys, it's free. Okay. Probably illegally, but, you know, that's okay. But it's on Spotify. It's cool, yeah. And um, what he drives home is, like, kind of like, what is love? What is love? What is love, actually? Mm -hmm. And we're not talking about romantic love, because that's easy. Yeah, that's... That's a... Like, we... Everyone gets that. Doesn't mean... Yeah. So, it's like loving other people. And then who is Christ? And, you know, what did he actually mean? You know, what was he actually saying and doing? And simply put, um, you know, he says that, you know, and this is coming full circle on why, you know, I don't jive with the Mormon church too. And I didn't know this until I heard what he said, Mm -hmm. which is like, okay, well, you know, a lot of, you know, Westerners, the Western Protestant rotten mind, um, so not just Mormons, we're talking like, you know, born-again Christians, Jehovah's Witnesses, Baptists, mm-hmm. all these Joes, they, you know, well, I shouldn't say all, but we'll just general. Yeah, we gotta speak in generalities. Broad paintbrush, unfortunately, but you know, it's like, you've got to act a certain way at our church. You've got to eat and shit and breathe what we think. (laughs) Um, And ironically enough, a lot of these people are like Republicans. Interesting. They're Republican. And I didn't know this is why I liked being Republican before. Interesting. And which will, you know, I'll give you a seed. (laughs) I'm like... And you know I'm a socialist now. I believe in socialism, right? Ah, interesting. Look yeah, little you. do the little Mormons know, Look but Jesus you. Christ was the biggest socialist of all time. Oh wow, that's uh, something else. This is news to me. So he, this is news his first to me. item of business is where are the poor? Where are the whores? Where are the lepers? Where are where the where's the fentanyl? (laughs) No, seriously, he was spending. You know who was he spending time with? Not like if he interacted with Pharisees and Sadducees and you know Pharisees (laughs) and all those. You could like you can read in the text. He's like visibly irritated. Vi- like honestly you can yeah. picture him ir- like it's almost like the text changes his tone of voice changes he's like i'm sick of y'all it's almost as if people who don't see it this way haven't read what you're reading <laughs> interesting okay okay interesting yeah it's reading it for what it was right so you know, loving everybody, caring about everybody. Where everybody, unfortunately, and so this isn't just the Western mind too, but we live in a culture where we unfortunately just worry about ourselves. 
that individualism point you made earlier. Mm. I'm worried about if I'm making it to heaven or hell. Point. Hey, breaking news, pal. Hell doesn't exist unless you make it. So, wake up. You're not going to... No one's going to hell. Nobody. No, nobody. It's not eternal. That's what I'll say. Well, okay, yeah. So, you're not going to hell. So, you might be in hell. You might be there for a minute. But, you know, you'll get out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You'll just have to pick up a book real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Just a couple will do this. So, what do I mean? Because I'm saying... It without saying it is, you know, not having any, you know, judgments towards anybody, mm-hmm. leaving people alone and what they do. Harder than it sounds, folks. Yeah. It, I still, it's hard still yes, for me. Yes, it is. It's hard. But it's breaking down the ego, mm-hmm. destroy, destroying the ego. Going back to your shrooms. Uh, yep. Yep. Shrooms. Brings that home. Connect with the transcendent a little bit. Yes, realizing everything is connected, mm-hmm. which is why, again, see that? I'm glad you brought it back with shrooms because they do connect. So um, shrooms, when you're tripping, you know, you realize how much everything is connect. Like you, Literally. So it breaks down the ego in a way where the human is no more important than the ant. Or the fly, or a maggot, mm-hmm. or it all matters. But when you dive into a gospel where they're obsessed with just making it to heaven and being obedient and dissecting the Bible, like, no, this is what he meant. No homosexuals, no gay no. kissing. No Muslims or what? Like, dude, lay off. Like, you missed (laughs) the whole gig. You missed the sermon. You had one job. So. So universalism kind of brought you back. Combined with some shrooms and some influence, you know, some. Some uh, mentors. Yeah, some. some, That's a good word. Richard uh, Rohr. Yeah. Yeah. A friend, you, who was like. You know, so support system, a new role model, Richard Rohr kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, a new a new perspective. Perspective, so mm-hmm. that'll do it. Yes. Um, well, and here's the thing too. Like I'm, I grew up in it. Um, so I was getting drilled by my parents. I didn't know any different, and I moved away. I just had to move away, move away, and then, you know, I'll give myself some credit here, like redacted the other day Mm. he was like dude like kudos to you for sticking up for what you're doing and sticking it to your parents and stuff because i couldn't do that i can't either i don't have it in me yeah so you know and it takes that but see the people that do leave their faith whether it's mormonism or whatever they turn bitter that's what you shouldn't do because you, shouldn't you turn do, into folks. what you have a be you turn into the beef you had with them interesting which we're going full circle again here being bitter is not christ like being bitter not good folks no not good no yeah so who christ was he turned the other cheek mm-hmm. so even though he was right 
He just took the beating. Took so the even if your parents or your brothers or your sisters or your friends are in the wrong, just ignore Take it. The L. Laugh at them. Take the L. Not Ish. to their face, but laugh later. <laughs> laugh later. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Laugh like, now, cry later. Laugh then, now, <laughs> laugh. It's because it is hilarious. Let laugh, love. <laughs> yes. Like, just, dude, just stop caring. Like, who cares? Well, you should be able to separate the two. Like, the if it's a toxic relationship, different story. Different story. If they're being abusive, then yeah, maybe you do have to sever that. And you do, like, I can understand why you have feelings of being bitter, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't do you any good. So, yes, you have reason. So, are going to, you know, like, you know, I understand why you feel that way, but should you feel that way? You know, continue. Mm -hmm. It doesn't get you, you, no one wins with that. Right. So, again, my parents, both still active Mormon, you know, do I think that they could learn a thing or two or like, you know. Who couldn't? You know, I still can. Mm -hmm. But like. You know, the fact that they still ask me, like, year after year, like, why I left, why they don't understand, is the problem. (laughs) It's a problem. Yeah, I love the word perspective you said earlier. Yeah. And again, that's why I also mentioned, too, like, people that care about you. Because obviously, if people don't care about you, they'll be like, okay, I I could not care less if you go or not, really. Yeah individualism again yeah yeah but um so yeah i mean i i I could break that down another hundred different ways that's a good journey i think but yeah it is yeah okay okay so look at you a believing man again yeah your politics have changed a little bit maybe you said you were 100 percent. should have voted for bernie in 2016 i made mistakes were made Oh my gosh. Bernie. 2016, 2020. I have, I I mean, let me just ask you this. How do people have problems with Bernie? How can you not like the guy? Uh, he's a socialist, man. This is a country of freedom. Socialism is not freedom. I'm just saying. Because where we are right now is. <laughs> very free. <laughs> You're free to die in the streets of no health care. That's what... The irony. Yes. It's all very ironic. Freedom is such a loose term. Yes, it's almost as if it's... one definition of the world does, word does not mean freedom at all. Interesting. <laughs> Whoa. Interesting. Whoa. Uh, that was good. I thought your little, uh, you know homily to use the correct term i thought that was pretty good you're a good riff it's a good riff yeah so now we know who you are a little bit just a little bit yeah just a little bit interesting have and there's no so now what i guess like moving forward now see that's that's a great question so i'll just kind of dive back in real quick so with a lot of Christianity, Christian Christianity as the 
from the viewpoint of a pedestrian, pedestrian people that don't actually know what true Christianity is. Mm-hmm. Christians see time linear. It, you know, it's linear. Okay, meaning you are born, you have a family. Oh, you cult. You know, you cultivate mm-hmm. a family, mm-hmm. and then you know you go mm-hmm. to heaven. Where since stepping away, it almost feels like that's not the case anymore. You can play any part you want. Like, Mm. you don't have to do what your neighbor's doing. So I think a big trickle down from it with, you know, Protestants is... I think evangelicals is a bit. Evangelicals, yeah. Um, They have to keep up with each other. Ooh, rough, rough. That's rough. Imagine that. I can. And some of the... <laughs> some and of it's them. rough. And it's rough. And so... And I'm not, like, specifically saying that any of that is inherently bad. It's just kind of like a... That's just what people do. I'll go on record and say it's bad. <laughs> but, yeah, I see you're being gracious. But, yeah, I see... Yeah, no, and I truly mean that, too. Like, I'm not knocking it. It's just that... You know, since then, so the new journey is just hanging out, just doing it, not yeah. worrying, yeah, oh, not worrying. It's almost like the guy, the Jesus guy you mentioned earlier said, to not worry. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So really taking that message to heart. Yes. Um, which has built me up, too. Like, self-worth... Uh, you know, uh, is up lately. It, yeah, up, big up, up, big up. But I think folks who get too obsessed with uh, their holiness, mm-hmm. you know, you get a little schnooty. Yeah, it's a problem. Get a little, yeah. You turn the nose, like, because. Mm-hmm. And so something I noticed that's tangible is like years for years and years and years and years, how I viewed homeless people. Yeah, it's just like. I have nothing for them. No pity. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck the homeless. <laughs> it's their fault. Seriously. Yeah. And you hear people say thing. that too. That you do. It's their fault. Yeah. Like, oh Billy my Bunkers, God. Crazy town. Yeah, yeah. And now that's not good. I'm not kidding too. I'll go on the record. I mean, I'm not handing them fifty dollar bills. You know, yeah, you but can, like, you can only do if you I'm can. on the interpass and there's a homeless person, I am giving them a dollar to five dollars every single wow. time. You hear that, folks? Generous. If you see a green forerunner, <laughs> track it, wave him down. He's yeah. handing out money. I've got cash on me. He's got cash on him. All and it's a small pockets. thing. It's a small thing. It is a small thing. But. Yeah. It's not what the money's worth. It's recognizing their existence. Ooh. You're bearing their cross a little bit, let's yes. say. Metaphorically. Yes. I'll but, joke with them, too. I'm like, hey, yeah. go get a pack of Marlboros. Do whatever you want. Go, Doesn't like, matter. Dude, uh, That's the, go I chuff hear, on a vape. I hear this a lot, too. Is I won't give homeless people money, but I'll buy them a meal. Because I know what's best for <laughs> yeah. them. Judging. Yeah. That is judgment. Casting like, and that's the thing. And it, um, 
evangelicals, you know, um, evangelists, Protestants, and so forth. They, <laughs> they, they don't even know when they're doing it. They think that they know. Oh, right. They know. They just know what you're supposed to do. There's no believing. You just know. Yeah. yeah. Why couldn't you just get a job? Or why couldn't you just graduate high school? Yeah, what's your problem? Just assuming, yeah. Morally backwards people fail. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing. So ever since leaving, there is no more fun activity than bullying them. Backwards people. Yeah. <laughs> bullying them and going, you are so dumb. There's a lot of dumb people out there incredibly and it's not about being smart or maybe not even dumb but but like ignorant like just saying something see and maybe that's another thing that i'm on a track uh you know i've said you know a lot of incredibly ignorant things even on this pod but just like trying to be more self-aware like what did i just do how did i just make somebody feel yeah yeah Changing, you know, changing my vocabulary. Changing your perspective. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So switching up uh, vocabulary a little bit, um, you know, giving a dollar to the homeless instead, Mm -hmm. instead of thinking I would spend that any better. What that guy is about to use with that money is no less than what I've already done in the last 24 hours. It's true, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It, yeah, what he's going to do with that $1, even if it's by a little bit of Fenty, <laughs> that's better than what I was going to do with it. Probably. Honestly. Yeah. Knock yourself out, dude. He made him feel good. Who am I to, who am I to judge? Exactly. A little Fenty never killed anybody. <laughs> never. <laughs> uh, dude, honestly. Um, well, that's good. Well, yeah. it's, well what's good is... Uh, you got an open mind. You're still a young guy. Yeah. You got a lot of time to still learn, accumulate, and figure your path out. And, you know, I'll change the world, you know, your small little world or your big little, you know, maybe you blow up and whatever. But, you know, that's still young. Yeah. You could be the next Bernie Sanders, for all we know. That would be so. I don't know. Never thought of being a politician. Imagine emancipate. Well, the things we've said on this pod. If you had a campaign run in uh, 2055. They're digging it up. They're digging this up. I'm ex-Mormon. I'm toast right there. Yeah. Well, who knows by then? But if, you know. If the United States is still here. Yes. There's no guarantees. I'm taking the under, but, you know, that's just me. You never know. You never know. Uh, if I, w- I mean, I, America will be around. Let's just decide. Will. Yeah, it'll be. Around. We will, unfortunately. We still will be around. But Bernie, two I'm optimistic. If there is A another lot of Bernie, are not. Well, I'm just optimistic about the future in general. Oh, have to be. You have to be. All things, you know, going back to your universalism, all things trend towards the good. That's kind of the basic idea behind universalism. And not only do they trend there, they arrive there undoubtedly, eventually. So, you know, it might get worse, but it's only because it's getting better. It doesn't make any sense, but, you know. 
Yeah, it's like you hit rock bottom. Well, you you can go up after rock bottom. Yeah, there's always somewhere to go. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Hour uh, and 20 minutes. Just like that. A long time. Honestly. Any Should we wrap it up here? Do you have anything else you want to? I don't think I can top what you, the mas- the Jamal Crawford <laughs> master class you just put on. Yeah, honestly. That was the good. best, the best podcast ever. Yeah. Well, the thing about podcasting is there's hardly nobody else is doing them right now. Nobody. I don't think that many. Not a saturated are. market. Yeah, no, no, I don't think so. No. But you want to know what I think? I think you should do some. You should the capitalize existential uh, little philosophy lesson you put on there, little master class. You should come in here and do a couple solo ones. Have a couple guests on. Get your mom in here. <laughs> and just keep talking get about it. Get some friends in here. Yeah. Get a couple more mics. Yeah. Imagine two more of these babies. You should. You should though. Yeah, could be cool. You should get some guests, at- dude. Whoever. Honestly, it doesn't matter. Honestly, we're talking about whatever. We got no. We're just recording. We would have talked about this anyway. Yeah, actually. Regardless if this hit play or not, this I do have cool. one more topic. Please, quick too. Please. Um, what are we getting for dinner? Well, redacted uh, has opinions, as we both know. Um, He's what is she saying? Crazy, by the way. So nice. Yeah. So nice. So crisp. Yeah. The mic sound. Hey, thing. Yeah. The whole thing. You you should record a couple raps in here. Why not? Uh. It yeah. sounds it sounds good. It sounds good through the headphones. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds actually. It's almost <laughs> like there's a hint of auto tune on there. Just a Ooh. touch. Not enough, you know. Not no. T pain, but. And not, like, yeah, maybe what I'll do, because we're just still recording, is um, we can cut off this end part where we kind of tailed off. Yeah. And, yeah. That's fine. We can edit it however we want. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Cool. All right, then. Hit, hit stop. Yeah, hit stop.